What can the Arizona Cardinals learn from each of the four teams who are still vying for the Super Bowl this season? Let's discuss. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen. Free wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Follow me on Twitter. Again, Clancy's Corner. Send me some DMs. I've got some great ones for content moving forward. Um, You know, there's going to be a lot more free agency talk. I'll do that next week. But there's going to be a lot more of that, you know, after this season actually ends. And a lot of it actually between the week where there is no football between this week and the Super Bowl, which I guess is next week. Uh, I'll, I'll be discussing that, you know, because it, it's it's just – there's still stuff that can be discussed about last season. There's still things like existentially that are going on right now before actually pivoting that can be discussed like I'm going to do on this show. And there's going to be plenty of time for free agency, plenty of time for the draft. And I kind of wanted to soak up all the juice from this year, while not perfect, still kind of resonating in the fact that things were different for the entirety of this season. And while some are already calling for the heads of head coach and coordinators, which is insane, uh, still thinking Kyler Murray's not the guy, which to each their own. All in all, in a season filled of some call them participation medals, green ribbons, I see as a massive shift in not only the theory behind approaching the game of football, but how to construct a roster and how to do things from practice all the way through the end of every game. So I kind of want to soak here for a bit in the ice bath of the Arizona Cardinals for a little bit longer. And then there's going to be so much time to talk about free agent targets, free agent positions that should be targeted to kind of start to check boxes on what's set to be a completely different roster in 2024. So please go to the YouTube channel, search Locked on Arizona Cardinals. Hit that subscribe button, man. Hit 3,000 follow 3,000 subscribers a couple weeks ago. Uh, you'll hear my tagline, the thing that I will leave you with every show from here on out. I will wait for it. That's a tease, baby. That's a 25-minute tease. You're going to have to wait 25 minutes to hear it if you haven't heard it already. That's business. Don't hit the player. Hit the game. I've never felt less cool than what I just said right there. Okay. So what can the Cardinals learn from the remaining teams vying for the Super Bowl? Now, I have to say Super Bowl because I don't know what year to put in front of Super Bowl. 2023, 2024. It's the 2024 Super Bowl, but for the 2023 season, NFL, Roger Goodell, I know you're an everydayer, start to hyphenate the league year. The 2023-2024 NFL season. Please, please. Because then we know. Who won the 2023 Super Bowl? Oh, it's who won it last year? Not actually for the 2023 season? I digress. But I what I did want to do to kind of be the springboard for what I will be talking about next week. 
is what the Cardinals have ammo-wise as we watch them pivot into the great beyond of functionality, hopefully. At the end of last season, they showed promise with Kyler Murray. Won a couple games. The offense looked good, even though the defenses they played against weren't great with Philly and Seattle. Things were starting to come together. Jonathan Gannon held his weight the entire season. So did the coordinators. And all that was left was clear direction on pretty much every single player on the roster. Who's going to be here next year? Who won't? It's a couple in the middle, a couple in purgatory, Zayvon Collins, DJ Humphreys. But we know pretty much who's staying. <laughs> so as we pivot here, before getting into free agency, let's just look at what the, Car the Cardinals offseason ammo looks like. They're going to have a bunch of cap space. According to according to Over the Cap, it's about $30 million plus, okay? They have six draft picks in the top 96. And they have two guys in place with extensive scouting backgrounds. That is a recipe for an overhaul pivoting directly towards relevancy. Now, while I, got, I knew I was going to get some crap in the comments for this, I said the the draft is a crapshoot. It's not an entirety. It's not an entire crapshoot. But there's no sure things in the NFL. There's no sure things. There's no sure things. Carson Wentz supposed to be a sure thing. RG three sure thing. Trevor Lawrence was supposed to be a sure the surest of things we'd seen since Peyton Manning. Levi Brown. All you can do is position yourself for success and hope that you can follow through with that. So with that ammo the Cardinals have for this offseason, it gives them the ability to just ex build a game plan and execute it and not saying like, well, you know, if they had more money, maybe this, or if they didn't have to give up draft capital to bring in players, they would be able to do this. They've got a full box of crayons. To draw whatever picture they want. And this is the first time in a while a while is very loosely defined because I don't know what's after a while, but it's not a long time. It's it's past a while, but not a long time. Where they have a young quarterback who's going to be the guy. And listen, I'm not going to do that. Well, if it doesn't work in 2024, we can talk about we've got a year. They've got their quarterback for the future. They've got young pieces in important positions. They've got veterans in important positions. Not a lot, but they've got some with Buda Baker, Jalen Thompson, namely. They've got cap space and they've got draft picks. And most importantly, while all that's important, so this would be the icing on the cake, the X factor, the game changer of them all is they 
played competent football in 2023, they raised eyebrows. National media members, local media members alike. This looks different. And you know what that does? That breeds a heightened possibility for free agents wanting to come play here, which is something that it, 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 it's never been a thing except for the, this is your last contract. The, the Terrell Suggs contracts, one year, seven mil. Edron James came here and played at an elite level. So I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's a good one. Emmett Smith, obviously. J.J. Watt was not one. I think J.J. Watt was great. J.J. Watt could go play anywhere. And yeah, he got paid 20 mil a year, but he deserved it. He, he came in to play football and to change that, help change that locker room. Is Cliff Kingsbury definitely couldn't do it. So what they showed last year was one big, massive audition to the rest of the NFL saying, you know what? Things may be different in Arizona, just like they were different in Detroit. Dan Campbell, whoa. Yeah, they don't want a bunch of games, but that's fun. Whoa, they won. They knocked Green Bay out of the playoffs in week 18. That's fun. Not knocking, you know, playing meaningful football. Beating Aaron Rodgers in a game that Detroit Lions would never have won in pr pretty much in the history of their existence. It's fun. The Cardinals showed fun could be had here. without the overlords of Steve Kime and Michael Bidwell looking down at everybody with Cliff Kingsbury's ineptitude, like, I ain't going to want to go play there. Give me one good reason to go play there besides, you know, the golf is good, the weather's good, and, and I'm going to make more money there than I would because that's how they're going to get me here. Those days have ended just guillotine style, just gone. Game over. Things are different now. And when I say things are different now, I'm not taking one year of less than six win football saying, oh, this is the recipe. I'm not saying that Monty Oswald and Jonathan Gannon are going to be the guys here for the next decade. I'm, that's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is through one year, things are vastly different than they were for the last four seasons and the six seasons before that from the GM position. That's what I'm saying. This is the information that I have. This is what I use that information for, which is saying that if things continue to go down this path, the Cardinals could be in a position for future success greater than they've ever been in the history of their organization. That's not an over that that's not an overstatement. That's not being hyperbolic. That's not a platitude. It's the truth because that's how bad this organization has been. Will it happen? Don't know. One of the first things they can do though is take a lesson, take one Simple thing from each of the four teams still playing football, vying for the 2023-2024 NFL Super Bowl. See, did it. It's not hard. What are those things? I'll discuss them next as we roll on here. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by BetterHelp. You know, Sometimes, uh, you know, we all need the opportunity to get something off our chest. Big or small, certain things can really start to get to you. And, and it's important to let that out, especially to someone who's unbiased on your life. So today, I want to say how I really feel about something. I mean, you might even be thinking about the same thing this week. It, it's something that
I'm going to pivot this to, to sports. Okay. I think that how Kyler Murray is treated isn't fair. I think that how Kyler Murray's performed should be lauded a lot more than it is. And I think understanding, especially with the Arizona Cardinals organization, he should be getting a lot more credit than he has through his time here so far. That's me. Uh, therapy can be different for everyone. Most of us have bigger problems than our favorite sports team, and it's important to get things off your chest every once in a while. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be flexible and suited to your schedule. Visit BetterHelp.com slash on to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash on. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is also brought to you by FanDuel. It's conference championship, baby. Four teams left. It's going to be awesome. And it's still, you know, still have time to get in on the action of FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app's super easy to use, man. Like, I'm looking at the uh, conference champion. Who's going to play in the Super Bowl? Super Bowl MVP. That's a really fun one. Like, is it going to be a quarterback this year? You're going to take the longer odds and say maybe it'll be a tight end or a running back or a wide receiver? Are they going to go Julian Edelman on you? FanDuel's got you covered with all of it, man. Make your first bet a layup. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner. Alex Lancey, Locked on Cardinals. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen. Please go to the YouTube channel, search Locked on Arizona Cardinals. Hit that subscribe button. It would mean a lot to me. Um, at Clancy's Corner on Twitter, send me a DM if you want a topic discussed, if you want a player discussed, whatever it is. And I, again, I say this every time. I don't do it for follows. I don't care. If you want to follow me, awesome. If not, it doesn't matter. It's a great way to connect with you. And this is your podcast as much as it is mine. And I'd love to talk about things you want to hear about if I am not already discussing them. The Arizona Cardinals can learn something from each team still vying for the Super Bowl this season. And I'm going to start with the AFC and then pivot to the NFC in the final segment. But I think that this exercise, while the answers could be basic, will still show proof of concept for the Cardinals with other organizations. Every organization has dysfunction in some capacity. Executives get fired, coaches get fired, players get released, players get traded. Every every team's got it. But it seems that regardless of all the turmoil that is going on on the outside, specific teams stay relevant. The Steelers is a perfect example. And obviously they're not still playing, but the fact the Steelers won 10 games this year with that quarterback play, give me a break. That's stability, man. Some things, they're, they're, they're not you know, tangible things. It's a mindset. It's a history. And the Cardinals don't necessarily have that history. So they have to rely on actual tangible things and things that can actually be practiced. And um, whether it be from, you know, ownership, 
to the front office, to coaching staff, to players, doesn't matter. Any employee of the organization that has a direct impact on game days. That's what it's all about. So Ravens, this is the, I started off, I was going to do the AFC next, but I wanted to do this first to take it out, you know, hit it out with a bang here. The quarterback play doesn't have to be perfect. The quarterback play doesn't have to be the run of the mill quarterback play to win. Well, Lamar Jackson has done in Baltimore has made everybody a believer. This season, two seasons ago before he got hurt, I thought it was the MVP. Lamar Jackson is not a perfect throw of the, the throw of the football. He's not. He's gotten astronomically better than when he was pretty much a running back coming into college, coming out of college. He was. He broke, he shattered every quarterback rushing record his rookie season. Okay. He didn't have that skill set yet at an at an NFL level. I always used to say, you know, let's see him start to complete third and eight passes between two defenders, and then we can talk about him being a good passer. But what Lamar Jackson has done has proven that there's no dictionary definition of what a great quarterback looks like. There isn't. As long as he's a good leader, he's got a good head on his shoulders, and he can make defenses scheme for him and still watch them fall flat on their face, doesn't matter what it looks like. Kyler Murray can be the same exact thing, okay? Lamar Jackson has had the luck, because it is lucky. Where you get drafted, it's lucky. Being drafted to a an incredibly stable, Super Bowl-winning franchise who built an offense around him. And this isn't – stop it. You can – you can you can uh, miss me. Oh, that's what the cool kids say. You can miss me with the uh, Cliff Kingsbury came in to build this around Kyler Murray. No, he didn't. Cliff Kingsbury's like, this is my offense. Run it, please. It's different. They've had, he's had top tier defenses. His GMs have gone after the top tier talent and free agency, made massive moves to bring in players. Kyler Murray hasn't had that. This hopefully is the beginning of that. It doesn't matter if it's five years in, or if it's 10 years in, or if it's the first year. If it happens, it happens. It doesn't matter what your quarterback's play style is. As long as he leads the team, plays in an exemplary level, and scores more points in the defense than the opposing team, it's cool. You win. Could be Kyler Murray. It doesn't have to be 6'5", pocket passer, can move, but really throw Stop it. Lamar Jackson's been on a war path. And that's shattering everything that, you know, people, traditionalists think a quarterback should be. Kyler Murray could do the same exact thing. The Chiefs. This is... What do you say about the Chiefs? Well, have Patrick Mahomes. Cool. That's it. Next segment. Uh, it hasn't even been that. It was Alex Smith before. But it was Andy Reid. Okay. Having an establishment is massive. If you have a guy, and it's not even about Andy Reid's, well, because I mean, Andy Reid made four NFC Championship games in, in Philly before before coming over to, to Kinson, almost signed with the Cardinals. Didn't. Would have been interesting. Would have been an interesting thing if he did. Uh, it's more about. 
when I say establishment, it's a presence, having a system. And it's not even system calling plays. Just being, you know, Jay-Z, I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Like that's being a business from the head coaching position shows that you'll have stability bred through that. And I'm not comparing Jonathan Gannon to Andy Reid. I'm not. That's what it could look like if you find the right head coach. And he doesn't have to be Bill Belichick. He doesn't have to be a barker. He doesn't have to be a curmudgeon. Andy Reid's one of the silliest dudes. Like, look at the, all the state, all the commercials and stuff. Jonathan Gannon could be that. And I'm not saying he is. I'm not saying it's close, okay? So just go with the exercise here. Having a pillar as a head coach bears fruits. They haven't always had the best defense. They haven't had the best offensive line, obviously, Super Bowl a couple of years ago. What Andy Reid did with Alex Smith was masterful. Nobody was able to do that before or after. Alex Smith did make an NFC Championship game, got hurt, Colin Kaepernick, I know. Finding that, that pillar, especially one who has like personality, jokes, it's a perfect mix. And if Jonathan Gannon can be that, that is something the Arizona Cardinals can definitely learn to strive for as they pivot here towards relevancy. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Uh, let's pivot to the NFC next. What do those two teams offer to the Cardinals as they start to rebuild and pivot away from the dysfunctionality of the past? Let's discuss it next. Locked on Cardinals. I'm going to say it again, your team every day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Prize Picks. Uh, Prize Picks is, um, I love Prize Picks. First off, okay, you pick two or more players, you score more or less than their projected stats, you can win up to 25 times your cheese. Okay. That's that's the baseline. But with basketball season here, you can now pick a combo of basketball players and football players, smash them in together under the uh, under the specials tab for uh you know combined stats. So say you LeBron James, Travis Kelsey, 10 and a half combo of three-pointers made in receptions. You do something like that. And they offer a reboot policy. This is this is awesome. Uh so say a player gets hurt in the first half in football and basketball games and they don't return in the second half, then the player's rebooted. So it keeps your play alive. It's as if that player didn't exist in your initial picks. It's an absolute game changer. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to hundred bucks. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Alex Lancey, Locked on Cardinals. Uh, thanks for hanging out every dayers. If this is your first listen, thank you. Um, just here ripping out content for you. I enjoy it every time I, uh, I hit record. Uh, you know, do this for me. I'm going to kind of crowdsource this uh, in the comments or uh, I'm tempted to give out my Locked on Cardinals email account, email address so I can get some more information on this. If you'd like me to do more live shows, the, the reason the trouble with live shows is I can't really. So like I have this content and like, if I could save a segment for every live show I do to answer questions and stuff, the interacting, if I interact with questions that, you know, aren't 
specifically on topic, it, it gets a little clunky. I want to interact with you while I'm talking. Okay. So if you want me to do more live shows, just at Clancy's Corner, DM me. Yes, more live shows. No, I like this. Just, I kind of, I, I want to make this better and better for you. So uh, either comment on YouTube or at Clancy's Corner on Twitter. I'm thinking about giving out the, the Gmail so I can, uh, um, so I can get answers in a more synchronized fashion. Uh, yeah, let's, we'll discuss that. I just kind of, that was kind of stream of consciousness. So what can the Cardinals lose, l learn from the Ravens and Chiefs to Ravens? A quarterback doesn't have to be cookie cutter dictionary definition of what a quarterback used to be. That's not what it is anymore. Lamar Jackson has proven that every year, Lamar Jackson's got better every year. You know, he's had downside, he's got injured, things like that. But what he's done this year has been incredible. And I love it. And Kyler Murray could do the same thing. Chiefs. Just like Andy Reid, and this is not a joke about, you know, what he looks at. Andy Reid is an immovable object at the front of this organization. And he laughs and he jokes, he loves cheeseburgers, things like that. Like he's a human being also. Jonathan Gannon, if Jonathan Gannon can go follow in that footstep, in those footsteps, Cardinals would be. That's something you can learn to look for in a head coach for future pacing. What the Cardinals lose from learn from the 49ers? Make Mr. Irrelevant for the quarterback and hope it works. I'm just kidding. Uh, Brian Peacock, <laughs> locked on 49ers. Like he and I, we're boys and we just eviscerate each other over text and in our Twitter DMs with, with the full NFL team. It's it's great because uh, we pretty much started, we started the same year in 2017. It's been a rivalry ever since. What can the what can the 49ers, what can the Cardinals learn from the 49ers? Take chances on star names. That is a big one. I mean, draft well, obviously, like that's like, oh, every team needs to draft well. That's not something you can learn. Take chances on big names. It's been easier since Brock Purdy's come over to be able to build around, but they already had a stacked roster before they drafted Brock Purdy. Traded for Trent Williams, gave him. All the, all the dollars in the world. Traded for Christian McCaffrey. Who cares what the outside noise is? They signed Richard Sherman when he was still, when he still, when he was still playing well. Like, it doesn't matter. It's not your money. <laughs> like, it's like, no, they cost too much money. It's not your money. If you make it work, you make it work. And figure it out. The Cardinals need to build this roster and they need to find veteran star talent. Don't be afraid of the ramifications of signing a big name. Because something that people forget is like, oh my God, you traded away three picks. Yeah, but you got the guy. It's not like you just gave away draft picks. You got a guy who's been a star. That's the point. Going after, in free agency and trades, star players take chances. Swing four fences. Don't overpay somebody by an egregious amount to sign them. Maybe give up an extra second, extra third round pick. Who cares? It's a third round pick. You get a star. That's not how you build rosters. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You draft. You allocate your draft picks you don't want to trade to target certain positions and certain players. And then you go out and you sign big talent. The Cardinals need to sign big talent. That's the biggest thing. Take chances. Calculated chances that aren't covering up your inability to draft. This is different than what it was. And then the Lions, it can get better.
believe that nothing that's happened in the history of your organization can't happen or can happen. Yeah. Believe that nothing's happened that's happened in the, I'm going to do it one more time. Shall we believe that just because it's never happened doesn't mean it won't. Look at what the Detroit Lions are doing. It's not even about them making the NFC Championship game, okay? They had an e a little bit of an easier path because Philly fell flat on their face. Even though, I mean, Baker Mayfield played an incredible game against Detroit. Just because it's never happened before doesn't mean a belief should be put into your cerebellum that it'll never happen in the future. Because they're living the antithesis of what their organization has been for the last 40 years. And that is very important for fans, for players, for front office, and for whatever Bidwell is in power from now and then, you know, into, you know, whatever it is. It can get better. There are very few organizations that have the pedigree that the Cardinals and Lions do. Bucks, I mean, save the Tom Brady two years. They've been in the doldrums with them. There are very few teams who have been bad forever. Let me just say it that way. Yes, the Cardinals had good years with Bruce Arians, okay? It was never built to last. They made the Super Bowl. Larry Fitzgerald carried them. I mean, that NFC Championship, lit those stats, so dumb. I was watching YouTube. I went on a, a spiral on YouTube watching Larry Fitzgerald clips. Just like, oh, my good God. There is a case we made he's the second best receiver of all time. I would love to have a debate on that. I can't do it right now. I got two minutes left. Believe that your quarterback, who doesn't necessarily have the same skill set that other star quarterbacks have, can still be great and elite for a long time. Find a coach and make him the face of that coaching staff in front office. Put him in front. And who knows, he may be the next Andy Reid. Take chances on star players and believe that just because it's never really been great doesn't mean it can be for the can't be for the future. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals. Without you, there is no me. I'll talk to you Monday.